how you doing? Pretty good. How are you doing? Good. Uh, Today better than your last day. <laughs> Uh, you mean, did my bike get stolen all over again today? Uh, it did not. Are you living in a Groundhog Day situation? That would kind of suck to just like every day or just like every time you get something like, let's say I got a new bike this week and then on Monday next week, someone steals that bike. You, I mean, you'd have to feel like someone or something is out to get you right yeah it's like a twilight zone sort yeah. of a very uh tame twilight yeah tame twilight zone no today uh i i did go to the grocery store today um to get some stuff and it's just it is surreal like standing in line to go into the grocery store um yeah, I don't know. It like everything else is pretty much the same. You're like buying the stuff and seeing what's available or whatever. But seeing everybody in like mass and then standing in line and there's it's just like a eerie feeling. Like a diff yeah. Like you know how like they'll show um footage of like people buying food in Russia and like like post war or like during the Cold War and you're just like isn't that wild how that happened then? Mm -hmm. But you don't contextualize it because you're like, that was so long ago in a different part of the world. And then to have it here is, is like, a, it's, yeah, it's a little odd. Yeah. I went to the supermarket yesterday and for the first time in a while. And so they have signs up now that say you can't come in if you don't have a mask. So right. that's good. Because the last time I had gone there, it was still like everybody was wearing masks like where we were told to wear masks and yeah. then there were people walking around without it. And it was like, that's kind of, it's dumb. I don't know. I don't like the supermarket because people are standing too close to you. Like nobody, it's for a sure. free for all there. It's, and then I almost got into a fight with this guy, <laughs> with this guy because so there weren't really that many people in there when I went, it was maybe like, uh, I don't know, whatever, like a half dozen or something. Yeah. I don't know. And so I was ready to pay and, you know, check out with all my stuff. So they have the things on the floor that say, like, I stand here, you know, right. to keep people separated. So I'm standing behind one of the, like, aisles on one of those things. So I'm, you know, behind the person who's going in. And then this guy, like, starts walking towards me and I see him out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> and I, like, put my hand up, like, like low. Right. You know, to, to sort of be like, stop walking, like, stop coming near me. Was he not uh, like looking ahead at, at you, or was he like, was he distracted? No, he was. He was. He was coming to me, and he said, "Hey, lines over there," uh, in like a, a really jerky way. And I um, kind of, I didn't say anything. I just like looked at him, <laughs> like, <laughs> with like, your mask uh, on. So just eyes. With my mask on, and and I I looked at, when I got home. I looked at myself in the mirror with the mask on. I'm like, oh yeah, those eyes said, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> um, yeah, everything now is um, communication through your eyes, kind of yeah. like what uh, Tyra Banks said. You have to smile through your eyes if you're a model. Smizing is what uh -huh. she called it. Um, <laughs> Remember in simpler times when Tyra Banks was the most famous person on earth and she used to say things like, 
kiss my fat ass when people are like saying that she's overweight even though she wasn't mm-hmm. um now you aren't even sure if someone is upset with you or happy or smiling based on their eyes because some people they can't communicate that way or they're just not expressive that way but if you're pissed that's probably the easiest way because you can furrow your brow and you can kind of give them that stare yeah (laughs) were you in the wrong were you not in the right line uh yeah i mean i i wasn't but it's like there was no way of knowing where the line it's it's because honestly so it was this guy and then another guy. Right. And those were the two people who were online and I had to go behind that other guy. Yeah. But that system didn't make sense to me because it's like there's all these aisles. Why wouldn't you just stand behind the aisle? And then yeah. when that's free, you can go. I, it, whatever. And then so I go back there and I'm like, all right, you know, fuck this guy. <laughs> and then this this girl, this woman, she does the same thing that I did where she goes to the spot. <laughs> so it's like a spot that's implied right. like you wait here. Stand here. He goes to that spot and the guy runs over and he goes, hey, line starts over there. <laughs> so he, this guy just had a hard on to tell people what's or, up. Yeah, yeah. There are, there are, you'll see people like that. I feel like. He didn't work there. Like that. No, totally. But like at a um, grocery store or a movie theater or where it's just like there's groups of people and there's an opportunity for people to not like follow the order. Like at a deli. Like some delis, it's like, oh, you're supposed to stand here to order. And if you're not ordering, you kind of hang back in this like little area back here or something, right? So those are perfect opportunities for that type of personality to just be like, bro, this is where you're you're supposed to order here. Or are you you in line? Or I think people have that that kind of like tick to just kind of make sure there's order because they feel like, you are not following the order that they understand is the rules, which makes right. it hard for them to then do their thing. So they have to almost like, you know, like push and adjust everything to fit in this little square just so that they can function. And then you add a global pandemic on top of that. And they're probably just like freaking out. Yeah. But it is weird. I, yeah. When I went to the grocery store today, uh, standing in line, and it was pretty windy, so it was just kind of like cold. I like underdressed. Oh, outside, you have to stay in line. Yeah, you have to stand to get into the store. It's kind of like, you know, like three people will leave, and then three people can come in. So there's only a certain amount of people who are actually in the grocery store, um, which I guess makes sense a little bit, but it doesn't because it's not like everybody's spread out within the grocery store itself, like you could still control that there's 50 people in the grocery store, but if 30 of them are in the bakery section, it doesn't really matter. Right. Like how, how many people are, but as I'm waiting in line to get into the grocery store, there's this woman who's uh, got no mask on and she's got no gloves and she's opening her car door. So I'm seeing this, like she's in the parking lot and she's got like a plastic bag and it's got like receipts in it and she's opening the door and she's like pulling stuff out of her side door and like all the receipts are blowing everywhere and she's got a cigarette in her mouth and she just has like like drug addict energy where it's just like i'm focusing on this so intensely i'm not realizing all this other shit that is happening 
and then I do notice it and I'm just focused on like, then she's just like, Oh, the receipts are blowing away. So she's like picking them up and then she's like manic about something. And then the, uh, the dude who's with her, and this is how I knew I was like, they must be drug addicts because the dude was wearing an echo sweater. And I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen a guy with an echo sweater who wasn't a drug addict. Like, yeah, it's a company that markets directly towards <laughs> heroin users. I don't know what it is. I've just seen like kind of like um, sucked in cheekbones, like long stare off into the distance, like with a goatee, like a black goatee oh, a goatee? person who, who's got like a tan echo sweatshirt. And I'm just like, this guy, a, a hoodie. I was like, this guy does drugs. And also she's just acting in such a manic way that was like, you know, freaking out. And she's like, yeah. talk, I can just kind of see this in the distance. And it's one of those like Tasmanian devil things where you're just like, this is eventually going to come my way because of course it is. Like mm-hmm. this energy is just scattershot and I'm inching my way closer to the door, closer to where they're at in the parking lot. And she's talking to this guy next to the car and she's like gesturing he's like giving her gloves for whatever reason uh like um he's she's just like asking people around uh the parking lot for something and i have no idea what she's asking right and she like comes back into the store she comes in through the exit door and she like talks to somebody like says something like blah blah, blah i need to do it and she, they let her go in then she comes back out and I'm like right there and she walks back out and she's just like, excuse me, you, do you have jumper cables? And I was like, uh, no, I don't. And she's just like, Oh, okay. And then she keeps walking and she's like asking other people, I guess she's freaking out cause her car won't start. But it was just like such a weird energy of like, I, even if I do have the thing that you are asking every single person for, it's just like, I can't get sucked into this tornado because it's right. who knows if what will happen. Mouse a cookie. You read that book. <laughs> a cookie? No. If you, if you give you a mouse, mouse a cookie? Yeah. You haven't read that? No. Uh, it's, well, it's a children's book. Oh, it's a book. And I thought this was like an anecdote you were mis- misquoting. Yeah. You know, I gave like, a mouse a cookie once. And the, apple the, doesn't the fall thing, far from you, the tree or something yeah if you give him a mouse a cookie he'll ask for a glass of milk so that's the moral uh, story so if you use the cables to jump her car you know she might ask you to like oh 100 yeah drive her to the, somewhere I don't <laughs> yeah and again <laughs> if she didn't already establish a series of like events where i'm witnessing this energy i would have been like Mm -hmm. you know depending on the request i would have been like yeah possibly um like initially just from afar i was just like she's asking people for money potentially just because it had that energy of just kind of like bouncing from people to people not getting what you want going to immediately the next person you see and um yeah and then ultimately i think somebody ended up helping her the jumper cables but it was something where because I'm in line and I've been in line waiting to get into the grocery store for about like at least a half hour, 40 minutes. It's just like, that's probably not the ideal place to ask somebody. Cause 
I'm not necessarily going to get out of line knowing that I'll have to go to the back of the line and wait all over again, you know, just to go in and buy my, uh, my potato chips, you know? <laughs> right. It's, but, yeah, yeah. It, it is a weird overall energy outside where I don't think people are, people should be nicer to one another, but I feel like it's more of a everybody for themselves sort of thing is where people yeah. aren't going to go out of their way to do anything because they just want to get to where they're trying to go and then get back home. Yeah. And so also anyone who yeah. disrupts that they're going to be like, don't talk, to, you know, just angry at and aggressive towards. Well, and it adds to, it adds to it too, where you're already told to not really interact with people. So there is that. Mm-hmm. And then you don't know how, like there was a lady who, cause it was windy. She was leaving the car. Uh, leaving the grocery store with her cart full of stuff and the wind just kind of blows like something that's kind of light off of her cart just like next to her and my instinct was to be like oh I'll just like go over there and pick it up and hand it to her but also like I thought about it for a second I was just like if that was me what would I even want to use that after someone has like picked it up and like given it back to me like just that yeah you know innocent interaction of like oh let me help you grab that is almost kind of like taboo because you're just like, well, I don't know who you are. I don't know if you're sick. I don't know. Like, yeah, you might have gloves on, but I don't know what you've touched with those gloves. Like it's all of that. So it kind of is weird. Cause it's like, you want to be nice, but what is the, what's the threshold of that where you, you can be nice and not necessarily encroach on someone's safety or their perception of, you know, safe their safe bubble right but yeah and it's weird because like a lot of the grocery stores are out of stock of stuff because i've been struggling to find like some basic stuff like a baking soda or whatever and all of the big stores are empty and then i go to my bodega which i usually don't go to buy like you know they have everything they have like aluminum foil and like candles and just random knickknacks of stuff that in any instance I would walk in there, I'd be like, who is buying party balloons from a bodega? <laughs> like, I don't understand how that is next to uh, rat poison and all these other things that are just like this random collection of items. But I go in there because like, yeah, everywhere's out of flour or baking soda or, you know, you name it. And I go into these, bodegas and it's like yeah toilet paper paper towels uh flour you name it they have it all in there and i'm just like how are they stocked and then i realized that a lot of those bodegas will go to costco and go to walmart and go to those places and they'll buy cases of soda or gatorade or toilet paper and all that stuff and that's how they stock their stores so you know. Yeah, I guess it depends on who owns the store. Yeah. Yeah, like a, I, I see that for a lot of small stores. Like I'll, like especially in the morning, I'll see them like, you know, come to the store and they'll have like their little car full of, you know, whatever detergent and like all this stuff. And it's like they clearly bought it at a store somewhere and are you know just bringing mm-hmm. it, you know, to the bodega to just kind of like sell, you know, loose basically. Yeah, the one on my corner has, they're like stocked up with toilet paper and paper towels as well. Yeah. And the supermarket isn't. They, I mean, they have single roll like 
<laughs> yeah, the uh, worst oh, toilet paper. Yeah. I don't even know what it's called, but like whatever is a bit below Scott, you know, the brand Scott. Of course. Which is like the, the like thinnest, <laughs> roughest it, it, toilet paper. Scott is, is, is like, if you're looking at a, a, a project plan for how to make like paper mache, there's like get 15 rolls of Scott toilet paper because it's thin enough to just mat into this like construction thing yeah it's yeah. one ply and it's like if you Your blow paper too hard should, should not be uh, see-through <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be able to look through your toilet paper and clearly <laughs> see something yeah they, it's it's not doing its job at all like right. i said i I transitioned to uh, uh, wet wipes, baby wipes, whatever you want to call them years ago. And it's, it's, yeah, it's that whole thing where it's like immediately you're like, why haven't I always been doing this? I mean, babies, that's what you buy for babies. And you're just like, all right, once they're an adult, they're going to use this shitty one ply Scott toilet paper like everybody else. And it's just like, why, why not? continue to use it mm -hmm. does it make sense maybe i'll give it a shot is that a hint at me to give it i'm saying you should clean your ass mark instead of uh using your one ply uh which is clearly not getting the job done you know i do it with my tongue like a cat <laughs> where you just self-clean self-clean well i think this is definitely a first world problem of like, you know, you should be using wet wipes instead of whatever toilet paper. But then you realize but that like... You live in a first world, Mesoret. I, I totally understand. But then like this is a perfect example of where you don't even have to be in a first world country to see like benefits of how people do it in, you know, poorer countries. Like sure. we... Like in Europe, in Africa, a lot of the world where it's not a first world country, like their whole situation in the bathroom is way different. And it's just interesting culturally what we think is just like appropriate to kind of uh, do and not do. And yeah, it's always, I mean, that's the like standard joke in every movie where it's usually a sequel where the characters go to Europe and then it's yeah. the dumb character who's just like, hey, there's two toilets in here. And then, right, you know, right. the nerdy kid with the glasses pushed up. And he's like, actually, uh, that other one is called a bidet. And he's just like, what, you drink water out of it? It's like a fountain. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, there's this whole other, like, operation that is happening. I think it's starting to, like, people are starting to understand in the United States, but it's we're just kind of like Neanderthal about it. We're just like, no, I need toilet paper. I mm -hmm. need paper. Well, every bathroom has a toilet paper exactly. holder thing. So, well, that, and what am I supposed to do with that if I switch <laughs> to wipes and a bidet? Uh, yeah, I don't know. You just have I a hang clean a butt. washcloth off of it. <laughs> well, no, yeah, <laughs> you don't reuse it. That's definitely not sanitary. Um, no, it's just kind of, this is a whole situation that is at least introducing the conversation. There's a, a 90... It's a conversation 90, that has to be had. Has to be had. 
after this ha- is all done, we're just going to continue to go back to the lives that we had for the most part. Like things are going to change, but there are going to be things that we're like, oh, we should have figured out how to like deal with this uh, during the pandemic instead of just reverting back to what we were doing before all this mm-hmm. happened. And I think that's definitely not going to happen. People are just going to be like, well, this is how I did it before and I want to go back to that. Well, hopefully people are cleaner in, in like washing their hands and keeping germs to themselves. Yeah. You I think that'll like people, you'll see people wear gloves oh, on yeah. public transit for a long time. I think gloves and masks for sure. Yeah. Especially like here in New York, like being on the subway, I don't think people will feel like truly comfortable. I mean, we'd always joke about it. It's just like how dirty the subway is and mm-hmm. the amount of people in, you know, it's just like, oh, you know, when you grab uh, a pole in the subway and it's and it's warm, you're just like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so disgusting because you're just like, this is, the pole isn't warm naturally. Someone was just holding <laughs> this for 45 minutes and then walked out and then I come in and I'm grabbing it and it's just like, yeah, all of that. And just thinking about how many days I would go into work and just be like inhaling someone's hair in front of me because there's, it's so many people. There's some of that, that I think, I don't know, there's just going to be very, very hard for people to like, just go back into and they're completely justified. Like, I don't, I don't understand how we would go back to that, but it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, anytime, I guess it will become a joke or whatever, but anytime somebody coughs or clears their throat or oh, something, yeah. people are going to like recoil and be like, well, absolutely. Exercise that person. Yeah. I mean, th- that fear will probably never leave our lives. That's my, that's my prediction. Mez's prediction uh, for today's episode. <laughs> we will probably always have, well, just kind of like how people, who grew up during the depression always had that like sense of like financial insecurity and always saved or always had extra food or whatever. Like, I think we'll have a version of that. Maybe we'll just all be so addicted to social media and technology because that's what we latched onto during this like traumatic time that we'll never not feel comfortable without that kind of like, you know, whatever. Um, connection yeah who knows who knows for sure what I do know though is that uh, life will go on and Uh, that's that's what you think oh that's true I was just trying to make like a cheesy like uh, hey we're all in this together and like you know make a statement that is kind of a generality that people already understand, but by. Okay. Do do your statement, do your (laughs) statement now. So you're, you're like in charge of a big company and you're trying to reassure the. Yeah. Is this by, is this through an email where it's just like, Hey, it's Tom, the CEO of the company of the email you're receiving. Yeah. So this scenario (laughs) is you dictating that to your assistant, to my assistant from six feet away. Yeah. 
and they're just like, hey, we just need like a pick me up. Do you think you could just put a couple of sentences together and just like send it out to everybody? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got it. So I would say um, I wouldn't even go like uh, dear employees. I'd just be like, hey, friends, comma. Uh, what a what an interesting time we've all lived in. And one day when you're all ki- when you all have kids and you're much older, we'll look back on this time where we thought about who was strong and who was weak. And I want everybody at this company to understand that we were all strong because we stood up uh, in a in a time of need. And it's important to understand that we're all going to get through this together. And then I'd probably sign off by saying something like, um, faith in each other will guide us forward. And then I would, I wouldn't, I would do, uh, probably do like truly and then CEO Meseret. That's how I would sign off. And then maybe do like a little, like a fake uh, image or postcard thing at the bottom that just says uh, "stronger together" mm-hmm. and like two hands. And then what gift? Key. What gift would you put? <laughs> and then it would be like a Scooby Doo uh, gif of them pulling masks off of uh, <laughs> like somebody, and it's continue. You know that like repeating gif where it's just like continually pulling masks off of this perpetrator. It'd probably be that. And it, at the bottom would just be like, P.S., you know, have a laugh because it's important for your health. <laughs> and then I would be like, that's a company order. <laughs> you know, but like business people, they're like, I'm forcing you all to have fun today. And it's just kind of like, go fucking jump off your yacht. Who I don't care about you. <laughs> When they're like, I'm ordering you to have fun. You're ordered to smile and have fun. Yeah. Pick like, a fun background when you Zoom. You know? <laughs> when you have a Zoom meeting, just pick a fun background. And oh, God. Have, a, have a drink. Mix a drink. Yeah. Do a stand being Negroni. The, these are 100% the same people who would, um, who would lay you off and be like, we, we we just we just can't we just can't make room right now i'm sorry mm-hmm. and then yeah. you know cut to like a month before and they're just like crying uh to you about how amazing the group of people that you've assembled by hiring them <laughs> are and it's just kind of like what what world are you living in yeah i i, I definitely appreciate it where it's just like this is a job like if you need to do these things to feel comfortable and do it great but i I, it's weird where it's just like this facade of it over just like have a fun background (laughs) do it it's just like god damn it (laughs) i had a zoom meeting yesterday with a couple people were in the group and this one person kept chewing into the microphone like and it like, like they were eating, eating something like yeah yeah and like the it was infuriating the noise that was like and i i felt that everybody was thinking because they're, they're eating like chips or something and i felt that everybody was like 
because anytime they put a chip in their mouth, you know, people kind of like buried their. Yeah, they'd just be like, because it would be this like you. crunching. And so I not, took it yeah. upon myself to say, "I'm sorry. Do you mind not chewing? It is <laughs> insane." <laughs> you were the guy in line who were just like the the line starts. Oh no! Over. <laughs> oh no! That's you're me. That, you're that guy. You're just like, excuse me. We can hear you chew. Well, that is the thing where it's like that goes to social etiquette. And because this is such a new experience of like doing a meeting online, some people really don't understand that like you're in your home, but you're also talking with other people. Yeah. Like have some semblance of like the room. But again, that's most people like some people are self-aware where like you would be very conscious about like, oh, I'm going to shut this window and make sure like people can't hear noises that are coming from outside or whatever. And then some people are just like, hey, pass me the sweet, spicy chili Doritos. I'm going to eat it while we have this conversation yeah. in front of people. And, but to, you know, you can also eat, but just hit the mute button when you yeah. chew. Totally. That's a compromise. Absolutely. But I love that you, you were, put upon to be like hey dumb dumb we can hear you what the fuck yeah i've known them for a while it wasn't like me telling a stranger (laughs) so if that happens outside of a zoom meeting let's say that happens with friends and something happens where you're just like this person's being uh not self-aware about this situation but you know them does that make does that change the perception of of how you look at them because they're just like yeah you should know that if you were uh coming in from outside and your shoes are all wet that maybe you shouldn't walk all over my carpet oh definitely i had a a friend over like a couple friends over and we had like pizza or something like that and one of the friends like i could take care of all the like dishes and stuff but one of the friends like took the dishes to the sink and then he just he he rinsed one of the dishes like that he had been eating off of he rinsed one of the dishes so it was it looked clean and then put it on the dish rack (laughs) it was like whoa 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 (laughs) oh yeah that's a just leave it in the sink that but then that's me i I see like that's how they do things at home and they don't get that that's disgusting yeah it's it's one thing and I can kind of get it if that person like does that at home and they live by themselves. So no one can then just be like, Hey, this is wrong. It's worse if they do live with somebody. Cause now you can just group that those people together. Cause it's like, if you do this at home and this other person you live with allows it enough that you're doing it at other people's house, then it's just like, you're both that, you know, you know, just push you off to the side. That's, that's who you are. But yeah. dishes is, that's like a really good test, whether it's uh, friends or someone you're dating or whatever, is just to be like, how do they wash their dis- dishes? And if it is similar to how you do it or or more like cleaner, like let's say you wash it and you're like, I scrub and I do all that. And they're like doing the same thing, but more, you'd be like, okay, I think I could get along with this person. But I've definitely had it where I'm like washing dishes and then, yeah, like you said, somebody will like splash some water on it and be like, yeah, that's good. And I'm just like, oh, this is not going to work. Yeah. Because I'm going to die of sepsis. 
because <laughs> all of my dishes are going to be contaminated. Right. But that is also like a dishwasher, uh, like machine versus hand wash person too. Because people who just have dishwashers cannot wash dishes. But they understand the concept of using soap. You'd think. To, to rinse away. Mark, we're in a pandemic because people don't wash their fucking hands. That's true. I mean, if you think of that the way that person splashed water on a plate, <laughs> that's how they wash their hands in the bathroom. They just splash at, water. I, at my last job, it's it was terrifying to see how many people leave the bathroom without washing their hands. <laughs> it's terrifying because it's like... Yeah, it's like a movie where, you know, they're showing like the infrared and it's just like slowly being contaminated all over. And it's just like this, this red dot is spreading and spreading. And it's, and it's so unnerving. And then, yeah, to have that in your house where someone's just like, you know, the worst is drying a, a dish with like a piece of your clothing, like using the bottom of your shirt to like dry. <laughs> I'm just like, get out, get out of my house. Yeah. It's unacceptable. Yeah. It is weird. Do you dry your dishes? Cause I don't dry them. I wash them and then put them in the rack and let them air dry. Yeah. I, I, I do the same thing. I, okay. I will do like, um, if it's a dish that I need to use right away, like a, more like a pot or something like that, I'll wash it and then I'll use like a towel to dry it and then, you know, do that. Um, yeah. But for the most part, yeah, just dish rack. Um, that's the way to go. It's the only way to go. I don't have a dishwasher, so I can't <laughs> do anything else. I can't hang them out like clothing on a line. Just let the breeze blow it. But you know, maybe one day someone will make that invention. I think that's like going backwards in terms <laughs> of uh, the advancement of dishwashing. Of, of society. I mean, we're yeah. gonna, look, we're going back. We're going backwards. It's just what's happening. Society. Simpler time. Simpler times. We're all making bread. Um, we're thumbing our noses at stay-at-home orders. Uh, and gathering at town halls to protest um and oh yeah that's i mean that's so <laughs> stupid yeah it's 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 what it's, like yeah i gotta get my hair cut <laughs> look i just gave myself a haircut today i granted like my haircuts are very simple i just like use just a do buzzer one. yeah yeah just one in one continuous motion, like an orange peel. I just, just buzz it all off. But right. yeah, some people, it, it's a, this is a great situation to really see what people value and what is pushes them to think about like breaking those um, laws basically. Cause it's like, it's not like, Oh, I want to go do this thing or see this person. It's just like, I want to, I want to go, my hair dyed i want to get a tattoo i want to yeah. who knew so many people liked bowling also <laughs> the bowling alleys are closed the bowling alleys are closed like yeah, that was I, included on the list of, of venues that like there's like, a list well, i don't of know demands. how many bowling alleys and arcades there are that close <laughs> yeah they're like i need the bowling alley. yeah and as someone who has who loves bowling has been bowling since elementary school I own two bowling balls. 
I would love nothing more than to go bowling. <laughs> but I'm okay. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to do it right now. Right. It, it does seem like one of those activities where it's just like, well, it's one person could ostensibly go bowling by themselves. Uh, so I see that side of it. But then the other side of it is you are throwing an object that you're hand- handling with your hands down a lane yeah. full of oil into pins that are, have been handled by a pin technician and having known pin technicians, their hands are definitely not clean and they're handling the equipment. Then your ball is coming back and then you're holding it again. And yeah, it's just go watch big Lebowski and see how they're uh, not doing everything appropriate. <laughs> Oh, you have a big problem with that movie because of that? No, I, I just mean like they would break every social distance rule if you watch that movie just based on what happens. Like uh, John Turturro's character licks the bowling ball. That's a big right. no-no. You can't do that. Yeah. Walter Sobchak, you know, he's got his arms around the other guys. He, he When he dies, his ashes get blown into the other dude's face. That's definitely not allowed. Not allowed. <laughs> you probably get Corona that way. You get the crown that way. From huh? ashes? I don't know. Wouldn't that? Well, if on... it's in your body. Here, I'm going to give you some bro science. If you have the crown, and Where'd you, did you learn this? I I've learned this through reading websites and then just thinking about it hard. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, think if you have the crown and it's in your body and you die, and then they cremate you, your ashes, I don't think the cremation process would burn the virus away. I think it's just in in the like little dust ashes in there. And then to spread that, because it's airborne, obviously, and you like eat it, basically, which was what happens in that movie, you, you definitely would get it. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be fun. It's also, yeah, it's gross. Icky. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's icky. It's one of the one of the hardest I ever laughed as a kid watching that movie and that happening. Like the first time I saw that scene, I was in tears because it's just well, not what you expected. Yeah, exactly. You've seen enough stuff at that point where it's like, oh, and then it's beautiful. They yep. blow the ashes. Yeah, and yeah, and then just. Um, Jeff Bridges' face with his sunglasses, just stone faced, just having <laughs> John Goodman's ashes all over his face and beard and hair. It's mm-hmm. oh, the Coen Brothers. They make they make a movie. Really that they do. Movie. All right, should we get started? Let's get started.